Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of Stories Around Azeroth with myself, Pete Titans Creed, Nethercoat, and joined as always by the most lovable, maybe soon to be a mecha gnome, question mark, man of them all, one Mr. Frasley, how are you sir? I am doing great, I just changed my voice box, but I need to turn down the echo. Okay, there we go. So yeah, I am now in Mechanome, and I will devour all. It's good to see you. It's good to hear. Um, yes, welcome back to Stories Around Azeroth, where we talk about our latest adventures in the wonderful world that we call Warcraft. Uh, basically what we've been up to, and what we're aiming for, and how we find the stories themselves are going. So, Mr. Frasley, since we last spoke, what have you been doing in the wonderful world? Warcraft. Well, I've ever done five irons now, so the latest up to level 16, and I got a story on that one. Good. Yeah, I've got go another, ahead. I've got a friend in you were, you were on the call, so the sprint helped in the voice chat, and voice chat was obviously a bad idea when you're doing irons. I've learned that, but he he popped in and said, hey, do you want to do a quick thing about Warcraft? So I'm in this line where I, I, I've got this room full of things to aoe and i accidentally am talking with him pull everything including the rare and the boss and everything and died so don't podcast play iron i, I learned that i mean maybe you've just got a problem with um multitasking i guess maybe 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 that's <laughs> maybe that's the thing there um but yeah um anything else you've been up to in warcraft this week yeah, um, I'm working on the, the reps for the Horde faction, so working on that one. And in the middle of that, you told me about there's a pet that I can get in High Mountain. So you, you oh, told yes. me about Zoom. I took Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. So to quote the, the Disney Channel song, and I, I got that. So Fragment of Desire is the yep. one, and it slowed it down. So I got the pet, and then finally there is a hut in Drusfar that you should everyone should go out and loot because I'm I was talking about how I stole a Power Ranger from Latchkey and how I forged my dad's name in uh, second grade so one of my friends Capo sent me to this hut and I got the title Fraz no good dirty rotten candy stealer so I, I, I guess it was karma is that is that what that came from was it <laughs> yep because I was talking like about all my whole criminal history of what all things I've done. Oh Jesus! Well, I've not done that yet. I mean, uh, one of my tasks that I still need to do is um, collect all of the um, treasures and do all the rares in a lot of the zones. I've still left that to be done, quite frankly, because it's a lot of time to invest, and a lot of time is not what I have a lot. But literally the next day after we recorded the last podcast, I I got Zandalari to exalted. I was. So annoyed, it was literally one day away. But there we go. Um, I found some extra quests that I hadn't done. Um, turns out Icy Veins has got uh, an option to check a zone and see what quests you haven't finished. So it's helpful if you're missing stuff in Lawmaster. I believe before they set it to update to how they did Legion stuff with like quests in a given zone to do the story. And it was just finish X, X quests in the zone. So that was really useful to use. Um, it allowed me to find some extra bits and pieces and get rep to Exalted because it was like a couple of hundred away or so and I needed another day. 
Um, so we've done that. I've unlocked the Zandalari allied race, made my Zandalari paladin. <laughs> nice. So um, they see you troll and exactly. they hate then. Um, we've done that. The, the allied race story is interesting. It wasn't the story I thought it would do. Um, but I've done that, and there's also another part to the Vol'jin line that happens when you're exalted, so there's that part of the story to do as well when you get there. Nice. Well, more with, uh, without saying too much, just where, where he is or, or, or could be, or... No. None of that. Okay. <laughs> without spoiling it, really, because you still need to, you still need to see that. Yes, and I, 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 that's my goal. Is to, that's why I'm doing all the reps on the, Absolutely. on the horde because I, I want, I, and I want that all race. I want that because these Andalari trolls look really cool. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. Um, I, I just like with everything else, I wish there was more customization options rather than say fixed tusks and very, like give us an option for the because I think a female troll with the ability to have the long tusks that the male trolls do would be really cool um, yeah but again it comes down to just having a wider variety of customization options which not entirely sure it's doable in the current uh engine they're using or requires a lot of time it would probably come in and they'd have to devote a lot of dev time to doing it and i think that's where they're not going to bother with it at this point so it's absolutely but this oh, yes there's one story i want i want you to share i know it's not azeroth but what did you do this past weekend that was awesome so, I mentioned at the tail end of last week's podcast, but the weekend just gone, uh, myself and a friend from Britain who now lives in Canada, the, the British Andy on Twitch and Twitter, we hosted a two-day charity race for special effect. Uh, we basically ran through the six modern Sonic games that are available on Steam, because I don't have a console to be able to play some of the older ones. Um... We had donation goals like um, uh, if, you did, if you did five pounds, we lose a life. Ten pounds, we were oven mitts for two minutes. Fifteen pounds, we have to put the controller down for a solid minute. Uh, it was chaos. Uh, day one ended up being about 13 hours, I think it clocked in at. And we had raised about 410 pounds, I want to say. Uh, somewhere around that. Uh, out of our 600 goal. And day two... Were, we we smashed the ballpark before we add on like bits and subs for the month as well as any sales from the merchandise for the charity event we ended at like 745 pounds of our 600 pound goal and uh, when we tally it all up it all comes to about 806 pounds and so many pence so it's an amazing amazing feat i'm in the middle of writing like a, a post-mortem uh that's probably going to go up on sega driven regarding uh, all the setups we had to do in that because it was by it was by far and away not the best production uh, unfortunately internet and various bits and pieces have something to do with that as well as like all the different things but it was such a massive step up from uh, last last the, the previous year's one because we essentially just did our own individual streams with our own overlays for the previous year and so I, I just stepped up the production goals for this one um, we had a couple of people jump in chat and say that they were really impressed with the production talent and level of this. So, I was I, I was amazed at what you did, and because I was like seeing both of them at the same time, and it felt like even though we were you we were in different chats, it felt like 
you were in one. So I, I, I enjoyed every every moment I was watching. It was fun. It was like, and I love the camaraderie between you two. And one thing I, I wanted you to bring because you mentioned it once in the stream. Yeah. What is special effect? Because that is a cool charity. So special effect is a British charity. Um, I believe they help as many people out as they can worldwide. I'm not entirely sure. I, th um, but what they do is they help less able individuals uh, who have either been uh, tragic, uh, unfortunates of accidents, or had defects at birth or defects throughout their life that's affected their bodies. But special effect goes out of their way to find the the tools and the technology and uh they fund the technology to help these less abled individuals to enjoy the finer things in life like watching tv watching youtube playing video games um every little bit helps these individuals and it's 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 a worthy uh worthy case that allows the, uh, these individuals to just enjoy the things that we take for granted you know like we, yeah. you and I, we can sit down, we can play video games, you know, uh, and these these individuals can't, and it's it's stuff like the special effect that allows them to help these individuals, you know, and allow them to do these things that we take for granted, you know, a lot yeah. of, a lot of us complain that we don't have the time to sit down and play X video game for a week or whatever. These these people don't have the advantage to play any at all. And, you know, they've got friends that probably they talk to that talk about all the stuff that they play and they don't get the chance. And Special Effect gives them the chance. So it was a lot and of fun. We were very exhausted. We were going to do this cast yesterday straight after it. But, you know, other than me being completely exhausted, Frasley had other commitments as well yesterday. So that's why you have it today on Monday yes. instead of uh, Sunday night, as is normal. But yes. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up, Fraz. <laughs> well, I I think what you did was amazing, and and what like anytime that there's a charity event, I think it needs to just be shown. Gamers gamers care, and we have yeah. we may have our toxic people in our in the community, but but at the heart, gamers want people there, to have fun. There are larger people with communities than ours that don't do anything, you know, and. Yeah. It's it's sometimes shocking that you can use that as a force for good sometimes. But, you know, uh, between myself and Andy, we've got an amazing community that cares and everything else. And just the amount of outpouring that's been from them. It's it's hard to see where we go from there, really. You know, how, how do we step that up for the following year and go? We had a couple of jokes in chat saying, oh, you should do a Warcraft charity thing. I said, yeah, maybe. But it'll probably get a lot less views than two two little nerd gamers raging at Sonic the Hedgehog for for, for two days. But it was yeah, cool. But we we hit a lot of stretch goals. We hit one of uh, sorry, we hit one of our stretch goals, but we hit all of our other goals as well. It was just a good time all around. And some of the Sonic games aren't good, so I, I that makes it fun to watch. It's fun. It's fun to watch people torment themselves. I think is what you're aiming aiming for. Together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But speaking about tormenting ourselves, we're still playing World of Warcraft and 8.2 is available uh, tomorrow for yourself and Wednesday yes. for us in the EU and I believe Thursday for Asia. Oh. If my brain works out for that. That's right. Because like, I, I know the expansions and the classic aren't going to launch the same day, but yeah. you're right. Patches are still 
thankful now a little bit. Uh, the less we talk about how patches should be on a global release cycle, the better, I think. But, um, yeah. Um, 8.2, my dude. There's a lot coming out with it. The comic. You want to talk about the comic first? Yes, because I, I just read this and I, I love it. I so, thought you might uh, do. So are, are we allowed to spoil the comic or do you yeah, want to talk about the comic? It's, it's open source. It's not like we've done stuff in Mechagon and Aztatar that maybe, you know, people might not have seen. The, the comic's available for all. Talk about it to your heart's content. What I love is the 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 curvo. I believe it's the the gnome that's in Hiragard Sound looking for it. So I love seeing where how where curvo curvo finds this vault, and then curvo goes to looking for Mechagon. They get there, and like the the gnomes are like, "What's this?" Because like all these, they have all these Mechagons walking around like, "This looks really weird." He, and he's he's falling apart. He's aging, and the, and and one's like, "Yeah, because." That's the uh, curse of the flesh that, that they have. They don't live forever like we do. And Curvo doesn't want to leave. And at, like one point, I thought Curvo was going to leave because because he saw like all the gears and stuff like that, and that stuff creeps the heck out of me. And then, like, I mean, it made me cringe when I saw it. But then all of a sudden, when it he was he was warned to go, then he goes to the king and turns in this spy for the mechanomes. He's, and that that's the prince the the prince okay yeah so that's the prince so the uh, the the prince is the spy right yeah prince has run yeah so he and he in so the so curl turns in turns in the prince for being for trying to stop what the make what the, the mechanisms are going to do and turning all all gnomes and all life and astroth into mechanical i mean it was just amazing, and then I, I believe Curvo is one of the bosses in Mechagon, so it's cool to be like. Oh, I didn't know it. that. I I think so. I I could be wrong, but it, it that because that name sounds familiar in a lot of different areas. But it's, I just I love that cinematic. I mean, it was so cool. I mean, and, and it's it's fun to hear more, no more. I'm really big on on that lore because I'm a gnome, but also because it's stuff we have not seen a lot of. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. One thing to note is that unlike the Legion comics, it's not an animated comic. It's uh, very simple, but the artwork is absolutely glorious in this. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Like, it's uh, it's it's very very nice. Um, one thing I do want to note is that amusingly, the the model for Curvo on on the live servers doesn't have any hair. Interesting. I'm and also then... I'm also amused. That he's literally on Tira's guard looking for the vault, and the vault just is like, it's like, it's like there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, hey. I'm amused by. It. Like if it was northwest of uh, the Maelstrom, like in terms of the overall map, I'd understand it being just out of the way because no one really travels around the Maelstrom. But the fact that it's just there, it's the, it's like it's like if 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 this is Cold Tira's and this is this is Zoldazar. Like it's, it's there. Like it's not that far out. We sailed from Stormwind to, to Zaldazar. Like it, it's it, it's there. <laughs> You're talking to the person who, when I'm looking for that that hut for that title we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. literally spent ten minutes trying to find the hut, and I was like, it's right there. <laughs> but yeah, the comic was really good. Um, definitely opens up more Mechagon. Law 
and everything else and you know gives us a reason to go there doesn't give us a reason why the vault is open yet i've i've heard that and this is speaking about 8.2 the the direction that we go is uh we go to nazjatar we do that story then we get the quest to go to magni and then we'll find a quest to go to mechagon so both stuff's gonna open on the day uh, the content on Nazjatar seems to be rep slash time gated, whereas Mechagon just you seem to be able to plow through everything, with the exception of the actual Mega Dungeon doesn't open until July 9th. Yeah, and Mechagon has a lot of secrets around it. I, I kind of, when I understand, Nazjatar is going to be your your major story hub, but Mechagon is kind of a PvP area because it's like a time aside. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and it's gonna be, so it's gonna be kind of a fun diversion to go there, look look around at different things. Hmm. There's stuff I think we'll learn, because I, going back, it, it's part of that Bionicle, that episode we did a while back, but the gnomes I believe are, are keepers of something, and that and I think that's one reason why Mechagon is coming out now is that they're being woken up as a defense mechanism for. Absolutely. There was, um, while we're talking about the gnomes, because um, we were talking a couple of episodes back about uh, what we were going to get as allied races, there's been, it hasn't been widely reported on, but there was a thread that popped up somewhere about uh, a Blizzard dev speaking out on one of the one of the small boards somewhere. And it turns out that if it's to be believed, and it's by the same source that leaked a lot of the Legion info, I believe, or the WAD info, I can't remember. But um, it seems that mecha, mecha gnomes are going to be the no, are going to be the allied race for the alliance. Okay, I could see that. I still was hoping that they would just be a customization option of gnomes yeah. because of that choice. Because I kind of, I'm going to sound, I'm going to sound very bad, but I kind of, I'm glad we're getting them. I, I yeah. I'm, and, it's, it, and this is not the the same hate that's unfortunately being shown on the bulb here. It's not. I'm not. I'm not saying that I hate the idea of mega gnomes i just i hate wasting the idea on on that when they they could just be a customization option well pierre is a whole different race so i'm i'm all for those but but hey blizzard's gonna do what Blizzard's gonna do and i will i'll, I'll support it yeah just, um i would have liked for something else but i th i think it's more to do with the fact that if the horde are gonna get a short race again in the terms of volpira then the alliance need to have another short race in the terms of mechanisms and i think that's how they've looked at it Okay, and I could see that logic. Yeah, it's a shame though because Volpira are most—they're—they're they're very different in the way they look. It's not like it's like yes, they're gonna have the same animation style as goblins, but if you if you take a, a Volpira to a goblin, they're gonna look very different. If you take a gnome to a mecha gnome. You know, with the appendages aside, which are going to mostly be covered by armor, they're not going to yeah. look very different. You know? No. And it, this, the idea of a customization works better with the comic because the comic, it's it's the gnome didn't die; he just got turned mechanical. Mm-hmm. So it does play into who is running King Mechagon. Who's because I I know we have we've want, like wondered is. Sylvanas or Zalatath or something is something controlling those. It does make you wonder who's running the, the mechanomes, and is it truly the mechanome under their own idea, or are well, they being influenced? By the, I mean, the, the normal the way the way that a lot of 
Azerothian stories work is that there's always something behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. Um, but from the reading of the comic itself, it makes it seem like it's all just King Mechagon just doing his own thing, you know? Which is cool. It's nice to have. Yeah. A, it's nice to have a story which doesn't turn around, turn around to be old god lol. But yeah. To be fair, I don't see why an old god would want uh, every, everybody to be mechanical anyway. And you know, it could actually be a really cool thing about like being being too conservative. I'm not trying to say like, I, I mean, just on that ideology. And it could be like you're against any sort of progress, any sort of change, any sort of flex. So it could be a, a cool play on that because they've done stories about ideologies in the world before. And I and I think it'd be it's it's cool if that is one way that it plays it out. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um that could be that could be true. I mean, we'll have to see how it plays out. Like literally, it's it's literally for tomorrow for you. Yeah. So I mean, obviously I presume are you 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 don't have as much free time as I do. Understand. No, and it, especially this week is is a bad week and yeah. then next week's. So I'm going to get I'm going to be yeah, I know it's like coming out the time that I'm like my free time yeah. this whole next two weeks is so I'm going to be doing as much as I can the next few days, and then I'm going to live vicariously with everybody. I'm I'm basically, I said to myself, I don't care if I get spoiled because I want to know. I, wanna I mean, I mean, you're not going to have to worry about raid. You don't raid, do you? To any no. point. So, I mean, a lot of your spare time is spent doing whatever you want. So I assume that your your Iron, Iron Man, whatever, is going to be put to the side, and you're going to focus I'm, on Mecha. I, I presume you're going to put all your time to Mechagon first? I was thinking that, and I'm going to basically do the irons when I'm feeling burnt out on it. Cause, cause it's so like, I'm going to try to not do everything. Cause if, if I burn and rush through it, I have mm -hmm. nothing to do. So kind of trying to, to vary, it. but it is going to take precedence on the pathfinder. Cause that's going to be a big thing too. I, I want yes, the pathfinder. That's so the, that's the thing as well. Being able to fly through, um, uh, BFA content is going to make life a lot easier. Um, we are live on Twitch. Uh, we got Leah Wild in the chat saying the leak read like a bitter player though because they also said devs don't really have passion for the game or play it and they only communicate with notes and not direct communication, which isn't how game dev works. I mean, there is a very big feeling and I, I don't really want to harp on too much because it's going to sound like a lot like hating Blizzard and I don't really want that to be what this cast essentially is. But there's a, there's a lot of feeling that there's not a lot of fun in the game right now and considering that Ian himself was one of the guys at Elitist Jerks you know that was pushing Cthulhu even back in Classic you know these, these are people who work at Blizzard now running the game who used to be gamers at essentially what was its peak and they should know how it would work and how we want to do but the, the core design of the game is headed more towards not how it should be seen as fun now maybe they see it as fun but it's got a lot of mechanics in the game right now which a gamer wouldn't design now the thing about game dev is, is it's the same thing as when you go to work for not for thing like if you're an accountant at heart you're gonna spend 40 to 60 hours at week doing numbers and everything else you don't want to go home and do sudoku and and math puzzles do you like you want to be as far away from numbers as possible so spending 40 to 60 hours, maybe more a week in a game dev in Warcraft, you're not going to want to go home and spend time playing Warcraft. You're going to want to go home and play Apex Legends or Fortnite or, you know, something that's quick and easy to pick up and put down. Yeah. 
So I, it's it's it's, it's an interesting point, but it a lot of the stuff that in the leak it might sound bitter, but it could also be very true. You know, I mean, a lot of the time we're just gonna have to wait until BlizzCon rolls around. King Devs do do a lot of meetings, yeah, but they they don't. <sighs> It's hard to... It's the same with everything else. Like, even if I design something... And this is the big thing that people don't realise about PTRs as well, when it comes to stuff. The build that is open to the public is not a build that internally, you know, they're, they're going to be the same. Like, internally, they're going to be two to three uh, steps ahead of where you are on live. And it's there to see if they catch anything that's not already been there, or to see how, to see how people react to... Stuff that Blizzard themselves haven't thought about. That, that that's and, that, that's the big thing. Sorry, Fraz, I'm, you talk. Oh no, you're good. I I would say one thing I have noticed is fun and wild is subjective. Like for me, I have fun and I'm ha I'm having I'm having a blast still. I'm I mean, this is why I'm podcasting on three different podcasts now about World Warcraft. I'm, I'm having fun. I could talk about stories for, for, for the whole for a long time. I do see, I think one thing Blizzard struggles with is how open they are in the communication, but I think also because they are so big, every word they say, there's an article, there's a video, they have to be very careful what they say, because one leak could, could make an entire, like, like, could make an entire podcast series. I mean, just... No, it, absolutely. It's, and I think the level squish that, that, we're, that we're hearing about is an interesting thing at Blizzard's being too secretive in a way. I and don't think they're being secretive. Something like a, a level squish is going to be expansion level content anyway. So, it, as again, it's about waiting for BlizzCon. You know? And, it, and, and I think maybe the surveys weren't meant to be shared. I think they were just like, hey, we see... I'm just... I'm. The survey thing confuses me. It why they send out the survey to, to specific people and word it in such a way because they had to know it was going to be shared. I mean, it was one of those. There's a couple of options. Um, a, it was an internal thing, and one of the staff who isn't that high up or something leaked it. You know, under like a, a burner Reddit account or something like that. Uh, secondary, uh, it wasn't meant to be sent out, and it was sent out accidentally to uh, a couple of people, and you know someone had their emails read or anything else, and it's got out that way again via a Reddit burner account. Uh, it's um, there are a couple of options. I feel it was meant to be more of an internal thing that wasn't ready to get sent out just yet. Uh, it feels like. It feels like it was meant to be a server that went out post BlizzCon, um, or to BlizzCon attendees. I could see that, yeah. Because In... the the way the way the whole setup looks looks like it's something to do with the the BlizzCon app and just the way it feels and th that it comes across. So it makes me feel like it was meant to be a post BlizzCon thing. So and that would. And, and that's where like the the timing wasn't right something something messed up in their system because yeah the, the the whole phrasing of it is weird and yeah i mean a, a large part of it is also now just so much theory and circumstance around a 120 boost and it will come eventually it's not going to come until 
pre-orders are available and are 8.3 is out and everything else. Like, the the way down the line and everything else. Like, if they turn around uh, and uh, two weeks after 8.2 releases and they go, 120 boosts are a thing. Uh, okay, sure. Then, you know, but I have a feeling that, that they'll look at this and they'll hold the backlash. But then they can't turn around and define the entirety of live based on the feedback of classic and don't get me wrong i think the idea of a level squish is good but it's going to be how they like here's the thing the the, the theme of a level squish is very very good to getting new players in okay yeah it's very good it's a good idea people can pick up a box of battle for azeroth when they go into a game shop or anything else and see it and then they go 120 levels uh, or you can tell your friend about it. come and play water warcraft you know once you get to 120 you can come play with me but what am i going to do for 120 levels you turn around and go you just got to get to 60 or 70 you know and then you know it's not, that doesn't seem so bad but what if they turn around and go we're reducing the level to 60 but in order to do that we have to drastically reduce um, the amount of XP you get off everything because we still want you to go and see all the content. No one's going to yeah. want that. No, and because like I, I was listening to uh, Agro that talk about the the squish and and I think Mesonator made an interesting point that it's even though they're, they're going to cut it in half, they may still keep the amount of XP required. So because like the XP to get from ten to one twenty. It's still a lot. I mean, it, it, it's not a lot of levels, but it's still a bit of change to get up there. Absolutely. But I, th I think the problem, the problem with a level squish is you're not just squishing the players. You're squishing all the content. Yeah. How, how, is, legacy, how is Legacy Loot Rules going to exist in seven expansions worth of content? If the, if the You can't. You just have to go, well, I'm... Uh, account is tied to... Uh, 9.0 so anything in 8.0 I'll do increased damage and I can just go and farm all old content solo if I'm at max level you know because there's no way legacy loot rules are going to exist and I'd like going back and doing the legacy loot legacy stuff because I, yeah. I go for my mounts I go for my pets and I go for my transmogs you know when I've got time to do it you should see my I'll probably jump on Warcraft and I'll take a picture of my um, my lockouts for the week it's insane how much I've done this week. Mostly because I've been doing trying to get balance of power on my demon hunter because that's my new main character. So and I'm like one reset in Nighthold away from finishing that this week, so Nice. Hmm. My uh my four hundred and six item level geared demon hunter can solo Nighthold normal. Who would have thought? Wow. They were not prepared. No, they were not prepared. Can't solo the first boss in, in Mythic Tomb of Sargeras. Can't do that. <laughs> but um, there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did we want to talk about today? Um, what, are, what are some of the stories that you're looking forward to in 8.2? Like, from this point, with, you, with your ability to go and see it tomorrow... What's the stuff that you're most excited to to dive into? I mean, we've talked about Mechagon, and we've talked about Nashatar. And Nashatar is obviously time and rep gated, so I presume a lot of people are going to spend time on Mechagon or rep grinding rares every day on Nashatar. Yeah. 
I'm kind of excited to see where the Horde and the Alliance are going with this. Like, I want to see... We have the Horde that is currently trying to figure out who they want to follow as, as their leader. And, and, like, we have, like... I have not finished the current 8.2 stuff that I'm still working on. I'm replicated on Tides of Vengeance, so I can't see what's going on with Bane and stuff like that. But it is interesting to see where that's going, because that's going to show as we go forward. And the 8.2 storyline that that's going to unlock i'm excited with that and 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 when and when there's still something there there is still like, something there. we've seen nothing from yeah Anduin. nothing except for the end of like the end of the 8.0 war campaign we've seen nothing yeah um how how far off uh on a bound exalted are you i think about like i'm i Still need to ne the next of the three tides of vengeance. So I'm. So you're not even at fourteen hundred yet, then. No, not not yet. I'm I'm working on that, and like I'll be doing some of that tonight. That that should be your goal. Um, fourteen hundred revered. The the rest of the eight point eight point oh war quest, followed by the eight point one war quest, will take you just below exalted, and then you just got to do some world quests to just finish that off, and then you'll hit exalted. Like okay. Um, so see how far away you are from 1400. See when your next, um, yeah, see when the next invasion point is up on US realms. And cause that would net you 500 to 1500, depending on the site on the, uh, island it's on. And then just see how close you can get to get into 1400 revered. That would be my best advice for that. Because I, I, I think you should get, you should focus on getting that done because with, Remember that we've got the next step of the war campaign that comes um, literally tomorrow if you're exalted and you've done all the previous war campaign stuff. Which I presume you'll be able to do on Frasley, I want to say, because you've done the... But I, I definitely, now I've got the mage who's at exalted, I definitely want to see both sides of that story. Yeah. And... 1 a.m. in my time. I'm sorry, I'm not staying up to 1 a.m. I did that earlier this week and... Hey, I've done that for the last three days. <laughs> it's fine. Um, uh, I'm casual. Oh, no, actually, no. I, I like what Rose said, is that if you, if you if you stay on top of uh, WoW stuff, you're not you're really not casual. I am not... <laughs> I'm not really a casual. I'm not a I, I hardcore think, player. I think if you took off your random Iron Man streams and focused on doing your main stuff, you'd be fine. Like... I, but I love my irons. They don't love you. They're trying to kill themselves, Fraz. That's that's the thing. I know, oh, but yeah. I was just on WoW Challenges and I had a great time with Lita, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to be part of the Iron community too. I think, I think I'll attempt an Iron Man when we get close to the end of the expansion. Like, in between some raiding in whatever 8.3 brings us. There's been, a, there's been a fair bit of talk and speculation about if the... If Blizzard are going to turn around and pull a Warlords of Draenor and try to end the expansion early so people don't have to deal with Azerite armor for the next year. But I feel that we'll get the we'll get the expansion announcement at BlizzCon. We'll get 8.3 in January. And then after the Mythic race is done in 8.3, then they'll release the um they'll start doing beta, like closed beta into open beta and then we'll have six months because i reckon they'll they're quite far along with that right now I it is interesting that legion had a fast development cycle bfa's had a slower development cycle 
at least on release. And I wouldn't say it's had a slow development cycle. I think 8.2's been cooking in the oven for a couple of weeks, to be perfectly honest. I think this has been ready to go weeks ago. Like, um, I, I've said the cynical side of me that this has come up against Final Fantasy XIV. They've done it in the past before. Regardless of what Blizzard says that they, they, they're not doing, they are, they've specifically waited, because it's not the first time. They've done it for Stormblood, and they've done it for Heaven's Ward. I don't, I don't get Blizzard's thinking. You're not going to take... They don't launch patches against Warcraft's expansion cycle because they know they've got millions of people that are going to go and play that regardless. You know? Yeah. A new expansion, is, a new expansion is the hypest thing for anybody. So why are people going to stop playing a new expansion cycle for something else that those people are hyped for? You know? For some people, because BFA's made them so dilute, um, uh, disillusioned, this will be the first expansion that they get to see in Final Fantasy. Yeah. And Blizzard should be like Apple, not really caring what other people do, taking ideas that, yeah. they, that, that they like, but like Apple doesn't release stuff just because Samsung released something. In fact, it... No, I was about to You say probably Samsung have a lot of arguments it. about that regarding some of the features on certain phones, but yeah, I get what you're saying. But I'm also not a one's better than the other because they each are different. And like Final Fantasy XIV is different. But yeah, if they... If they delayed it for Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like then that's you better hope that your content's good enough, Blizzard, if you waited for that. Otherwise, I think I mean, that's why we've got Nazjatar and Mechagon. I think specifically okay. that's why we've got both islands. Because, um, I mean Shadowbringers has that really cool city that like the uh the small people only city. I mean, it, there's a lot of cool things in Shadowbringers. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, I'll tell you something, though. I figured out why the rep grind for BFA feels so slow. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I was doing, I've was doing i been doing the Balance of Power questline. And part of that required me to get revered with um, uh, the Valager to continue it. Turns out, in Legion, you got different rep based on the level of the quest you did. So a normal quest would give you 75, a blue one would give you 150, uh, uh, a blue elite would give 250, and the epic ones give 500. I have a world quest? Yeah. I, uh, wow. Whereas everything in BFA just gives you flat 75. So that's why, that's why your rep grind didn't feel as slow in Legion. Are you sure that this isn't just like a catch-up mechanic on rep? It, no. <laughs> I went back and checked it up on Wowhead. It's all, all the old data on Wowhead. Okay, good. Good. I just want to make sure because I, I could see that have been being something because I know they did increase something at one point. They might. Like, they might. They might have increased it at some point during Legion, but I know damn straight that it didn't feel as bad to grind out five reps. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm with you. It. It felt. I all I know is the, the, the that one rep, seven point two felt rough to me. That one that felt like it took forever. But other than that, it it felt a lot a lot better. Yeah, no. Um, I the biggest the biggest change they've um, the biggest change that they did in Legion is they unrepgated Surma. So. That's one of the biggest changes they did. I think it was after the Nighthold had finished or when they opened Tomb of Sargeras. So yeah. you could do 
you could do all of the main Suramar questline without the rep advantage. But then once you finish that, you then got access to the the uprising questline into Suramar. And that wasn't replicated either. It was just finish all of this and you can do all of this. Oh, and don't mention Suramar. I hated the mana. I hated that one person until they... Oh, the ancient mana? Yeah, I hated that one guy. Give me all this mana. And like, I, I literally have a loud comment saying, I hate this guy. Then I found out what he did. It's like, I, ha I have a reply to it. I actually take back what I said. I don't hate that guy. <laughs> but I still don't like the memory of all that ancient mana. Um, ancient mana aside, though, it wasn't horrible. There was specific ways you could farm out what you needed to do. Yeah. And maybe I've I become more efficient since then, but I wasn't efficient. I, I am completely surprised that they haven't done another version of the Suramar uh, withered training scenario because a lot of people really like that they didn't like re-grinding it every week now and again but like having something like that to be able to do was interesting you know yeah it, it was fun training for an army and then seeing them get get stronger i i still need that 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 box mount Ugh. But you need to go and do some withered training, my friend. I know. There's so much I still got to do. <laughs> I will be withering away at 95. I don't have that fox mount. Well, I do. Because you, uh, you can get it in the emissary boxes as well. So. Okay, so I, I, I got to yeah. rip out. Just open up the Legion map and go there whenever an emissary's up. But okay. again... That adds on to all the other stuff that we're going to have to do over the next kind of session. Um, I'm definitely going to have a stream up on Wednesday when I get up and uh, update the, the client, make sure it's all ready to go. So, Did you see how long the expansion is, or the maintenance is? That is a pretty long... Just have a backup, because I remember one of the last patches that we had, it was down for a while. So Jesus, it's I, eight hours. I know. And that does not bode well for stuff. So I'm just saying, have a backup tomorrow night. I don't know if I'm going to stream, but I'm definitely going to try to play tomorrow I mean, night. I mean, my... I probably won't stream until midday uh, UK time anyway, which is like, I mean, CEST in uh, Britain is like an hour ahead of us. So like, if all good and well is up, it'll be up at 10. If the American servers get delayed, then that problem will get changed for the EU ones. But hell, I'll yeah. just, like, if it does get delayed and I just decide to stream anyway, I'll just do what most of the big streamers do and just sit on the login screen until it's up and just put a WoW video on and critique it and then, you know, put it up on YouTube and make some of that dollary do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or, or dance on a horse mask. I definitely won't do that because I do not own a horse mask. I do, however, own a title belt. Oh, okay. So you so, so, okay, so, so, put so that around my neck and just dance with that instead. Exactly. But um, take off the shirt and stuff like that. Be like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm I'm not sure how much I'm gonna know life it, um. Because there's stuff that you've got to do for your bodyguards, and I hope it's not gonna be as bad. I hope it's I hope it's not gonna be worse than the Legion bodyguards. I really do. Um, Fun fact on the bodyguards. Yes. Did you see? You can gain holiday currency. There are holiday missions now on the mission table. So your followers can go do things like Brewfest, and there'll be no, special I... holiday things. Oh, they're coming. They're coming in the next patch, though, aren't they? They're not live now, yeah. Yes. No, not, not live yet. Yes, no, I did see that. 
I tell you what I have done. I did go and get both of the both of the toys I was missing from um, Midsummer. Nice. Tomorrow is my seventh daily. I get the B pet tomorrow. Ooh, I need the book. And by the sound of it, according to this, the um, the Wow Secrets Discord, you're gonna need that pet to be able to get the B mount. So yeah, that's gonna be fun. And they are chasing 13 different items, I've heard, in the secret finding. So there's yes, a lot there's of still, secrets. There's a lot of secrets and bits and pieces. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. There's a lot to do. There's a lot yeah. to do. I still need to get like, hive like, mind. Yeah, me too. I, I need to find a group that will, that will do Like, I did the Lucid Nightmare. I still need to work on the one before that. There was a pet that, that you had to go through a cave. And I have the stuff for that. I haven't done the pet that. stuff. And I want to do all the pet battle dungeons because I think I mentioned last week that there was a there's a specific storyline in the pet battle dungeons I started work on the brawler quest line as well because there's some there's a um, there's some actual main story stuff in there and to do with the trial of style and everything else so there's some interesting bits and there's some interesting lore tidbits around the world and everything else so it's interesting what we're going to find out but yeah i'm going to be streaming as much as i can get away with on wednesday to be honest yeah and this this is the week i don't know how much doing i'm going to get because of all the things going on so life yeah life how dare you i um, know but yeah i mean at least you will you'll you'll get to do that and we can talk about the opening stuff and how you found it hopefully if you find time we might be able to talk about the war scenario stuff when now once you've seen the end of it We'll see how it goes. But I think that should do for the time this week, I think. Um, we covered all the topics I want to talk about, unless there's anything else you want to bring up. Nope, I, I think we talked about all, a lot of this stuff. And, like, just uh, perused the patch notes. I found some cool stuff, like sound will now change based off how how high up you're flying. So they're, yes. they're, they're doing a lot of cool things, and there's way more than we could cover here. I mean, that that's the fun thing, is that they are putting in a lot of quality of life changes. Absolutely. Um, I just want them to put time in to do the big quality of life changes that I'm interested in. You know? Yeah, like I, I know. <laughs> proper customization options. More yeah. account-friendly stuff, you know? Oh, there's a mount. Um, it's an ATV, and you can diet. So, so you, yes. you... So, I mean, we are getting closer to dies. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean... The closest we came to this was the jewel crafting pets back in Mr. Pandaria, but we could craft all the individual colors. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Whereas and, this and is that, just going to be one mount that you can just change the color of. And and then someone told me that they did that earlier with the hunter pet that you, you picked up the uh, paint can, and whichever one you picked up was the color that it was. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's over in Siege. You, you go through, pick up everything, and then that's what, that's what you get. Interesting. I went into Siege to um, tame un, um, not Undaster, the other one. But there's something else. Hunters can actually tame um, all the dinosaurs with the armor on. In the new oh patch. yes, yeah, which is nice. good. Can you imagine walking around with a Horridan? Like, yeah, the battle cannons and everything else. Oh, that, that would be so cool. Yeah. So you you get to look around to all of those dinosaurs plodding around and making noise tomorrow. 
as well. But yes, thank you very much for watching and listening, ladies and gentlemen. If you've caught us live on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. If you've caught the YouTube video at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. Mr. Frasley, where can they find you on the internet for those people that don't know who you are? I'd say the best place to find me is at gnomepodcast.com because there you get to see me and all of the awesome guests like this that I just had on, Pat Crane who I've on, so, uh, and Mr. Titan Screed who was on a few episodes back. Who? So yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you sexy beast you. Yep. Me sexy beast me. Anywhere else. And where can they find you? Where can they find me? Well, hopefully they're already following me since they're listening to this on my YouTube channel or my Twitch. But if you do not know where to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Titans Creed or at Gaming Phoenix. Titans Creed is my personal one. Gaming Phoenix is the more gaming related one. Uh, as I've said before, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. I'm there definitely five days a week, maybe six to seven, depending on how my schedule frees up on those other two days. And you can find this podcast specifically every week on youtube.com slash project phoenix productions as well as some other gaming content thank you very much for watching and or listening ladies and gentlemen and hopefully we will be back next week no not hopefully we will be back next week hopefully with more stories around azeroth thank you very much and we will see you next time